Beware, this podcast is not a news or journalistic source for information. This is for entertainment purposes only, with solid viewpoints from two guys that are brutally honest about the things that you all are too scared to say or discuss. Please like and subscribe to our page for more engaging content. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wits End Podcast. I am your host, Devin Witt, alongside my co-host, Joe The Show. And uh, today, we're going to be asking the question of, do we need to reform our police departments or improve them? <clears throat> With that, you know, I just kind of want to start off by saying I feel like I was bamboozled. You know, I, I know not too many episodes ago, I came in here saying, nah, they got to go and we got to reform the police. But after really looking into it uh, and watching a documentary that showed how hard it is to police large cities, I've changed my mind. You have to hard press to convince me of that. So I'll see what you can do here because I'm still pretty, pretty set on uh, you know, reform, I would say, instead of just some, oh, a few little things have changed. But, you know, you know, matter of opinion. Uh, okay. Well, and the reason why I'm saying do we need to reform police departments or improve on them is because there is a difference between the two. Whenever you're reforming something, typically it's because it, it's a, like broken uh, or needs to be completely changed. Whereas if you're improving, maybe there's a certain area where uh, performance could be better. And so that's kind of the, the difference here. And so in my opinion, I feel like it's not that we need to tear down the system and start new. It's that we need to improve in different areas of policing to kind of adjust for modern times. Mm, kind of. I mean, I could see both sides of that. But, you know, I think that there's probably police departments that need one and maybe not the other and, and vice versa the other way. Well, and, and that's a, kind of the point that I, I really want to make here is that there's a difference between police departments across the entire country versus just one or two departments in a specific area or region. Uh, and as a result, it, I feel like it's next to impossible to truly make like blanket policies that is going to help every police department in America do their job better. Well, I mean, whenever you get, you know, we'll say the government involved in this to try to... Uh, so, you know, to issue, hey, you have to do this at a local police or sheriff department level, um, a local police level. That's never going to work. Um, and, and you don't have to. But the thing of it is the federal government can do this, you know, all they want to. The thing of it is the cities and the counties don't have to honor that. They don't. And actually the states don't either to some level. But they don't have to honor the federal law. You, you see that right now what's going on in the country. And this is not the same here, a totally different issue. But just to show that there's these new um, – pistol laws regarding, you know, AR-15s. Um, and there's a lot of, sh you know, county sheriffs that, you know, so the ATF put this, you know, this rule out. And mind you, it's different than law, but, you know, people think it's a law. It's what it is, whatever. Either way, I, I'm not going to test it and see if you don't want to go to jail. But either way, the point is, that, you know, there's a lot of counties that's saying, you know, fine, you can have your federal laws all you want, but we're not enforcing it. And so that's, you know, can be good and bad in one thing, but, you know, essentially they're not going to probably do much about it because at a federal level, Although it might be legal or illegal, I mean, they would have to have federal agents, you know, enforce that. And, and they just don't have the manpower to do that. Well, see, my, my kind of issue is someone like putting, a, you know, bans and restrictions on weapons. 90% of the time it comes from people that are uneducated on the issue or have real knowledge and substance about what laws are being passed and why. Uh, it just sounds good to say defund the police the same way it says ban AR, all AR-15s. Yeah, I mean, you go, you're right. I mean, you ban all the you know AR-15s, it doesn't matter. You're still going to have you know dumb people that's going to shoot up schools. You know, it doesn't matter if you make it illegal. You know, all I, I you know I stand by this, and I you know there's many people that's coined this phrase, but you know, just because you take you know the guns away, one, it's not going to fix a problem, and I know it's not what we're talking about today, but you know, I think it's relevant. Because all you're doing, and essentially by doing it, is punishing the honest people. You know these, these background checks and all sorts of stuff. And I'm and I'm okay with some of these things. You know to, to protect as much as we can. Um, however, you know infringing on their rights. Now, does this actually play into this? You know, it's kind of similar. But you know, whenever these cops are out doing these things in the way that obviously that's brought a lot of these discussions to the table here recently, but in, in the last couple of years especially. Um, 
Yeah, they're doing kind of the same thing. They're doing things that is unconstitutional um, against the law to people, and they're getting away with it. That's a little bit different. I think somebody shooting a school up or, or mass shooting. However, you know, some degree they get away with it, but the people want to come after the guns in school shooting. Well, now everybody wants to come after the cops as a blanket statement because one cop did something or, or you know, in, in the situation, this recent one, there, you know, there's five or six of them, whatever. And so they want a blanket statement, like you were saying, every cop in America that they're bad cops. And that, you know, that is not, that is not right. Well, not at all. And that's kind of my thing is that you have too many armchair quarterbacks that are sitting at home extrapolating a horrible crime like what happened to Tyree Nichols because mm-hmm. that, that to me was the definition of police brutality. It wasn't right. should have never happened. Uh, but then you have other examples like George Floyd. And, hey, it might be a little bit controversial to say this, but I think he died from a fentanyl overdose. I don't think it was from a cop leaning on his neck because even yeah. then there's clear evidence of him having his knee on his shoulder uh, on his backside rather than on his neck the whole time mm-hmm. like the, the narrative you know, has been pushed. Well, you're, you you see that in some other scenarios too with people. Um, there was one um, in, in very close to where we live. It's been a while back. Lady, The cop did get off for it. Um, she shot, uh, she did shoot an unarmed black guy, you know, and the video shows it. Um, however, you know, the guy was advancing her and made some threat. You know, there's several things there. Um, it, but I'm saying it to say this is what they found out, you know, maybe why wasn't he listening? How come he didn't take her order seriously and stop? You know, people could say, well, she's black, he's black, she's white. Well, the thing of it is the problem that you have in that argument is this guy's system is full of drugs. So you have to also beg the question, like in the situation you're saying, was this um, drug-induced Why he wasn't listening? Now, people can say, well, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he was on drugs. Okay. Well, let me go tell that to the hundreds of thousands of people when somebody was drunk driving and killed their kid. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like At the end of the day, I kind of look at it as, especially in a situation like George Floyd, too many people jump to the conclusion that this is the cop's fault. They shouldn't have done that. They're overreaching. They have too much power, blah, blah, blah. But they never really dive into any of the facts about the case, such as like, hey, this man's approaching me, uh, hurling insults, Mm -hmm. giving me verbal threats. So, yes, I decided to protect myself and kill him. Well, right. You know, and that's that's kind of my comparison I made with that. You know, you can't take a drunk driver and say, well, you know, he was intoxicated. You know, he he wasn't making the right decision. You're right. And and I would agree with that. That's why he was running 120 miles an hour and he ran through a school zone or he hit somebody head on because he wasn't thinking straight. He wasn't making logical decisions because he's under the influence of alcohol. And that's what I'm trying to make with that comparison. It's a stiff one, but people need to look at this for the light that what it is. And that's the same thing. You're right. He was probably under in the influence of drugs. I don't really know. I didn't really look at that one specifically real hard, have my opinion on it. Um, however, you know, regardless, if he's under the influence, he's going to make stupid decisions. If you get your, if you get shot doing it, yeah, it sucks because a life was lost. It doesn't matter under the circumstances, right. a life was lost. But you can't make mistakes. You can't make all these excuses for it, you know, whenever somebody does that. You know, you're, you sorry, you did drugs, you know, or you were drunk, and you're, you're going to have to pay the price regardless. You, you made this mistake. Well, and that's kind of my problem with America nowadays is that we've turned the perpetrators into victims. So rather than basically holding people to account for their poor actions and decisions, we're trying to hold innocent people accountable and charge them for the crime of stopping them. And that's bananas. But I feel like this is all happening because we as a society are comfortable with the thought of Big Brother taking care of everything for us. And the problem that I have with that is that if, I think if we were to reform police, it wouldn't end well for regular citizens in America. I don't think it would be reformed in a way that's going to be beneficial to low-income, poverty-stricken neighborhoods. I think it's all going to go to right. the people in power, and it's going to further Well, sure it will. I mean, you everything. look at anything else and you know, of, of where the government steps in, somebody's getting a payday on that deal. You know, it's irrelevant or has nothing to do with that case. You know, um, that happens a lot. You look at all the COVID relief stuff and stuff like that. You know, I mean, you know, people debate. Somebody's paying his tax money. You know, whatever. It doesn't matter. But the bottom line of it is what I'm saying with that is there was people that, you know, were getting a check out of that. No, I'm not talking about the the middle class. high. I know that. It's politicians were getting a check for that. Oh, they wrote the bill. So, you know, $100,000 you know, or this. <laughs> we need to spend, you know, half a billion dollars here and this. You know, his money was going to other places besides COVID relief. But they can get stuff passed like that because it sounds good. You know, and you know, I don't know. It's 
yeah, politicians. Like the, like the Inflation Reduction Act. That was a yeah, good one. I, mean, I really like that term. They're, and they're going <laughs> to see that, you know, so if the government gets in and tries to do this, you know, police reform and stuff like that, you know, somebody is going to benefit somebody. And plus the oversight, they don't have the manpower, the oversight, you know, and I don't care. You know, unfortunately, people have to accept the truth that I'm about to say is no matter how good the system is, it's still going to be flawed. And in a lot of ways, and they expose themselves due to special circumstances and cases, kind of like what we got into on our police obligated to protect you. Right. It can get hairy and tricky really fast. But as a whole, 90% of the cops out there doing their job go out there to protect and serve, even if that means putting their own life at risk yeah. for and so, others. And so the people that missed the episode, you know, to summarize, no, cops do not legally have to protect you. Which is scary. You know, I mean, so, so to summarize, so people, you know, just tuning into this one or, you know, first time, you know, look it up. You know, people can say, oh, I can't believe you'd say that. That's not right. You know, you're wrong. You're a narcissist, like the clown said before about me on there. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, you look that up, buddy, and do some legal research and, and come back to me, you know, and of course there was nothing, yeah, you know, no but regardless, you know, people, you look at that, you know, cops are not obligated. They are not legally obligated to protect you until you are in police custody. And that's a different story. Um, look it up. It's there. Um, it's on the Google. So it's on the internet. So it must be true, right? No, totally. Yeah. Especially if it's on Google, <laughs> right. uh, they don't suppress anything. Yeah. yeah. No, well, and not YouTube either. You can see why we, you can see why we didn't have an episode yeah. out last week. You we know, love YouTube. They don't suppress people. <laughs> not a lot. Um, freedom of speech my ass that doesn't happen <laughs> um yeah there's my opinion yeah. for that um but no the, the i guess to kind of continue along with it um i hate whenever you have those kind of clipped videos of where it's just showing you a snapshot of what's going on because the real problem there is cops no matter what they come out as the bad guys because they're either taking someone to jail or they just shot a man and you know, you got all these people in the background screaming and crying mm -hmm. and saying that it's corrupt and all this and all that without ever taking into account that these people put their lives on the line every single day. And the fact of the matter is, 90, like I said, 90% of them are there to do good. And so to try and characterize an entire working force of people doing one of the most demanding, hardest jobs in America, mm -hmm. which is literally policing crazy people, um, how could you possibly try to make them out to be the villains? Well, you got to understand that there's, you know, um, let me paint this story. So you have the, the sect of people and, you know, from the, from the South, maybe so much in East, West, North, you know, I don't know, but in the South, you get, if you drive a big lifted truck, you got a little dick. It's just kind of a, it's just the story that goes with it. You know I mean? It's like, and it's not, probably not necessarily true, but you know, it's just a saying. It's we need scientific say, so, testing on this. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's just people just say that, you know, it's funny, whatever, but, I'm saying that this probably made the best comparison. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with it anyway because I'm already <laughs> yeah, halfway there. Yeah, roll it. So maybe to summarize like this: there's people that like that badge because they've got the little man syndrome, and I'm not I'm not saying the same thing about that. But so they have this syndrome of maybe I was bullied. They can stand behind this badge. They can hide behind it. So there's a sect of people like the guys with the big trucks. They say this. You know, these are the guys that they hide behind a badge or use a badge because they can boost their ego because they got this little man syndrome. They got beat up their whole life or they got picked on or they were, you know, whatever. And so they use that. Yeah. It's a power trip. Yeah, exactly. So that's the bad, you know, and that happens. That's real. You know, you see this, I've seen it in town. You see it with veterans, people stolen valor. There's a reason there's a law for stolen valor. You know, it's made it in federal. It's illegal to, to, to say, Hey, I'm a veteran. I did this. I did this when you, in fact, you didn't, it's against the law. People don't really know that either. But again, Google it. It's there, you know, but besides Google, it's, it's in fact, it is true. It's a law, um, it's in law books. not enforced that much, but it is a law. And so these cops, the same thing, you know, there's a, they like it. They like the attention that that badge brings and you, and you see it because you'll see people, um, pulling people over. That's not, you know, they're not cops. Why are they doing oh, it? It's there's yeah. something, I mean, there's some people there that, Oh, I want to be and exactly. That's where you think that really, that was a hard phrase to come up with a want to be, yeah. you know I mean? That's why <laughs> I want to, you be. know, if you want to be a cop, then you go to cleat, you, you know, yeah. apply for the job, you know, whatever you don't just, Hey, I want to be a cop and say, I'm going to start pulling people over. Although yeah, maybe they, they might be better at it, well, you know, but it doesn't matter. You have, they need to be certified. 90% of the time. If you're the type of guy who's pulling people over and you aren't an actual cop, you probably suffer from a mental illness. Oh, I'm, and, oh yeah, I'm no doubt. And you definitely do not need to have a badge. No, I no doubt a gun at that. You know, like yeah. they should never have that. But see, the thing of it is, there's people have been tried for this and get away with it. They do it again, and Ugh. I mean, it's crazy to be like, yeah, let's go pull people over today. I want to be a cop. You know, like 
That's scary. It's, it's crazy, yeah. you know, but the thing of it is it happens. It's real. Um, I'm saying that because, you know, you have people, not all, but you have some that is in police departments across the world. Just not the United States, across the whole entire world that they're there just for that. They can, they, you know, I don't know. They're, they, maybe they have a little dick. I don't know what their deal is, but they're hiding behind a badge, you know? And the thing of it is, I think there's a thing out there that is real. There's called badge bunnies. They're called that for a reason. You know, I mean, obviously this is boys or girls, but typically girls. They're, they're wanting that just like they do with the military guys. They're not where they, they're trying to get in bed with them. It's bottom line, call it what you want. And so there's, and and there's guys that play on that. You think that there's guys that prey on little kids, older women, older, a guy, you you name it. They prey on these people, they have the feet fetishes. You think that there ain't guys out there that's getting jobs as police department so they can pull that. Come on, they are. Well, it, it happens in a lot of small towns, especially you have a cop that's ended up sleeping around with, with someone while they're on their shift. Uh, yeah, like, like Bartlesville Police Department that I couldn't figure out what was going on with that thing. And then it's like, oh, there's sexual allegations from an undercover. Yep, there we go. Finally, it started kind of coming out. Yeah. Now, do they want to conclude that and still give me a name from like 10 episodes ago? No, they haven't. Mm-hmm. They don't want to give names. But no, people do these things and... Okay, well, I I want to use that as an example to say, uh, even if you have bad apples, it doesn't spoil the whole bunch. No, and no. the and the point that I want to make here is that if an industry, if there's someone in the industry, like we'll say a, a CFO or someone uh, who's embezzling money out of the company, you don't change the entire industry as a whole. Maybe you put some practices or more rules in place for that specific company. But you're not changing the entire industry because it's pointless. You're not going to change. Not everyone did the the wrong thing here. Right. So you have to punish the individuals responsible, which they do. They have rules and processes in place. The thing that to charge people, but they don't pursue it, or not that they don't pursue it. Just because we don't like the outcome Mm. of a investigation or a report or whatever, doesn't mean that they didn't do their job and follow the procedures to prosecute. Uh, well, you're right, them. you know, and I don't have a problem with you saying that either, but th- here's the problem with that. Cops don't have the same standards you and I do. We talked about that, you know, a couple of weeks ago too. They're held to a different standards and legally they have different legalities than you and I do in these situations. So they have, they have immunity on some things, bottom lines, what we called. And well, and you have the, you know, the, the blue line, uh, the brotherhood mm-hmm. uh, of people that right. basically they're not going to testify against you. They're not going to submit all the evidence of a case uh, or testify about specific instances where it would point mm-hmm. them. Yeah, or paint you them know, in cops, get, cops can get bent all they want on you saying it. Cause I don't care. You know, I was, I've been in that part of that too. And people call it, you know, people called a brother. Yeah. I was in, I was in Marine Corps. You don't think that that stuff happens. It does. It's real. It's very real. Exactly. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go against, you know, you know, Marine once a Marine, always a Marine Sem- simplified. I mean, there's a reason for these things. And there's a camaraderie and a thing that can't, you know, that we're not going to break and we're not going to lose. Um, so, no, I understand that. But there's also integrity, you know, and and so you have to do the right thing. Um, it doesn't mean a tattletale. Sometimes, you know, you can handle that internally, you know, and it's called the, and it's a good, good term in this situation, too. No pun intended. It's called police your own. That's the term. I mean, we, you yeah. know, they taught us that in Marine Corps. You take care of, you take care of each other. You know, you correct each other. Um, and some of this would stop because the thing of it is you look at this, like, you know, you say, well, the whole organization, well, you know, not all cases with cops because it could be isolated to one. However, whenever you have a corrupt cop, there's usually more than one or two involved. And the reason being is because the superiors are trying to cover it. And that's what happened with the stuff back at, you know, in Memphis, um, when this guy, Memphis, the last yeah, Tyree yeah. Nichols. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why I was drawing blank on the place, but that's what happened with him. I don't care what they say. There was cover-ups on other instances. No, I mean, well, that one there was too. Yeah. But there was that has definitely been not swept under the rug. But like, oh, you know, no big deal. They because they have beat the crap out of people before. Put, you know, say put people in the hospital and all this other stuff. And so, yes, they should be going after those five or six individuals. However, to clean house on that in a good and they need to. They need to go after those people's bosses too because this didn't just. Oh, well, this is the first time I've ever heard of this. No, 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 no. That's not the case. Yeah, most of the time it's not. The same way that any, like the CEO of Pfizer or uh, whoever tries to get up there and say, oh, we had no knowledge that there could be adverse effects to this new drug mm-hmm. that we've been experimenting with. It's just, it's false. The same way they tried saying like with Oxycontin and everything, oh, we had no idea that it actually makes people addicted. They mm-hmm. had the data. Now, was it hidden and everything else? Yes. But the higher-ups didn't know 
but they don't face the crimes. It's always the lower people who are punished mm -hmm. uh, way before they ever face any kind of crime. And even then, you're not looking at the rest of your life in prison. You're looking at a couple of years. Uh, you got to pay a fine. And even if you made billions of dollars, you know, you only have to pay a very small portion of that. That doesn't right. even make sense whenever you're trying to punish somebody. Like, yeah, they don't. It? You know what I mean? I'm telling you, man, they have different sets. Of, I'm not saying the cops don't get in trouble. I'm not saying doctors and drug dealers or whatever. Different the way I've always understood it, standards. if I steal $100 from a cash register, uh, I would have assumed that I have to pay that $100 back. Uh, same way if I am misleading the public and telling them this works or this doesn't do that, and it does do that, I would expect to have to give that money back because mm -hmm. it was a scam. It was a lie. But in this case, you don't. I mean, if so if I steal $100, I'm going to have to pay back $10. That's a pretty good profit for stealing. Yeah, on top of that, it's just a misdemeanor. Uh, so the, <laughs> right, way to get technical. Uh, so that that's kind of my issue is that, okay, even if you try going after the higher-ups, because of the way the justice system is built, they don't get punished the same way you or I do for having a bag of weed. No, I mean, I, I, I say it. I don't care. You know, I've been to most, I'm not saying all places. I'm not saying all police departments. I'm not saying all courts. So don't stick words in my mouth, people. But like, I'm telling you, man, there's places, and, and I'm telling you, we're not in a bad one, but it's there. It is corrupt from the court system, the judges, all the way down. Well, it yeah, is. I've seen buddies. it. I've seen yeah. it too. It happened too many times. And I'm convinced that, and I can't say for every place, and I'm not saying every case, but for the vast majority, you talk about a hundred dollars only having to pay back 10. The only time you have to pay back a hundred dollars is if you have the money to do it. They don't come after the poor people. They send them free. They don't care. Right. I'm not saying that, you know, that, you know, it should be that way or not, but I'm going to tell you right now, look at the court, look at the jails. What are they made up of? Poor people. Well, I'm going to say, or you don't have to pay that money back if you know the judge. Well, that happens too, you know, and you know, I'm, I tell you, I've got, you know, no one cops pays off too. You know, I got pulled over last week. You didn't know that one either, did you? Oh, you know, I was going a little over about 30 miles over the speed limit, you know, and the cop was nice. I didn't get nothing out of it. You wow. Know? So, um, and I White greatly, privilege. a great, maybe, <laughs> you know, well, you know, the officer um, was not white. Oh, so, snaps. But so no, were... I know it's not, you know, no. Yeah, you know, and we should be able to joke about things like that. Yeah. It's not about being racist. The cop, yes. Cops cool, you know. Like I know him obviously, or I would have freaking got a ticket. Well, clearly that you know? black cop and was a part of the white oppressive system here. Okay, he was cool, you know. Like yeah. he was, no, he was a nice. cop, but you know, yeah. some, you know, I say that, you know, like you know, like all oh, cops are dicks, and like yeah. they're not, you know, and like you listen to some of my other, you know, episodes and and some things I say here, you're like, dude, you you hate all cops, no. I just, in, in order for me to respect you as a cop, sorry, just because you're a cop and you wear a badge, you don't get my respect. You earn it. And if I don't ever have to deal with you, fine. I'm not saying you're a crap cop, but you don't have my respect. Right. Now, the problem with that is that people are like, I hey, can't believe you say it. you do hate all cops. No, I don't. Because I'm like that with everybody. I can meet the average stranger on the street. You do not get my respect. You don't. I don't care who you are. You You'll get earn courtesy. It. You yeah. get earn it. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to give a cop as much respect as he gives me when he pulls me over. So we'll just say it's scale to one to 10. You take it to a two, I'm going to take it to a three. You take it to a four, I'm going to take it to a five. Whenever you can de-escalate your force, your words, your language, you can listen to some other episodes, you'll, you'll hear some of this terminology, then I'm going to back back down because it's just uncalled for, you know, and I can assure you, I can always be one past a cop. There's only one thing that they can do. Well, two, they can put you in cuffs. They can shoot you. I mean, that, that's really about it. Um, I'm not really worried about one of them because you can fight that out. Yeah, you're going to sit in jail, but I'll have some pretty good money by the time it's said and done. Right. I mean, for me, because I'm not going to do something that stupid. You know, I'm not going to take it that far. But if the cops are being a straight, you know, dummy, yeah, I'll take it as far as it needs to go in that aspect verbally, you know, and then I'll fight that out in court because I'll win it. Because at that point, that cop was out of line. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to give this quick example I just saw on the internet. There's a, a viral video going around of a guy who is pulled over for going five over the speed limit. The cop pulls him over, has an attitude. I mean, I got to admit, if I'm a cop, it's got to be annoying to have a camera right in your face. But whatever. I mean, it's your job. You still got to do it professionally. And this cop wanted to pepper spray him for not complying mm -hmm. and getting out of the vehicle. And so then he started tasing him. Uh I, think so, I may or may not have seen that. I don't it, know. I mean, it's pretty bad. You know, in my opinion, the cop shouldn't have done that. I mean, like, come on, he's going five over the speed limit. Right. You know, really, what are you 
trying to solve here. Like you made the situation worse by tasing him because the yeah. if you watch the video, you can clearly tell the guy's not being combative or aggressive. He's just arguing, you know, mm-hmm. like, hey, dude, I'm just going five over allegedly. And I like that he threw that in there because that's that's fun to say. Well, the thing of it is, you know, like you're right. He deserved that. You know, no, but that's that's to me just off the information you give me without seeing the video, but just off the information you've given me, that's a cop abusing his power because he don't like the way he gets talked to. If you don't like it, leave because you're supposed to be held to a higher standards and you take that because guess what? I have that freedom of speech in case the cops around the world miss this and the civilians the public miss it too. You can tell a cop to F off and really they can't do anything. Now, believe me, there will be a lot of them that will try. Yeah, yeah, they'll try and get you for something. You know, and they'll, they'll, yeah, you can't just sit there and walk at, you know, cops say, what are you doing? Uh, if you, dude, I ain't got to talk to you. You're right. And you can't tell them that. And you, you're right. You don't have to. But you're making that situation yeah, worse. They're going to react. And you're, they're going to react. And the thing of it is, they might be able to react legally. And you might legally end up going to jail for being just stupid. You know, yeah. like, why would you do that? Um, so I wouldn't recommend that by no means. But, you know, it is, it is legal. Well, okay, so to kind of, I guess, transition here and kind of get back on topic, I personally, and this is just anytime I take a step back from the situation and I really evaluate it for what it is, I believe that if you're one of those suckers out there that thinks defunding the police is a good thing, you're dumb, and you really shouldn't be talking at all about police anything, because it's a... I'm done then. Later, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's a fallacy, you know, like to, and I think the, the most shining example that you'll see is the city of Flint, Michigan. And Mm -hmm. so I don't know if you've heard, but they had a water crisis several years ago, still hasn't been fixed. Uh, and in addition to that, they had police budget cuts that made their force go from 300 people to around a hundred. So how does the water crisis have to do with cops? Okay. Well, Whenever your city's going through a water crisis where there's no drinking water whatsoever for a town of 100,000 people, yeah. it kind of causes civil unrest. Yeah, I could see that, I guess. And so combining that, because now you got to fix those pipes and you got to get water turned back on. Right. So what do they do? Cut the police budgets. Put cyanide in the water lines. Well, I mean, that, that'd be a quick fix. <laughs> they probably, uh, you have a town of no one. <laughs> well, you know the problem, right? I mean, I know. Don't do that. I'm just yeah, joking. You're like, no, like LSD. Be right. I, you know, not, not trying to take away from the point. Be right. It's like 300 cops. They went down to 98. Is that what you said? Something yeah, like it was 98 that? or yeah. 100. Uh, but either way, a dramatic decrease third, in the police third, force. Yeah. Uh, so now you have 100 people policing 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. And tell me how you think that's going to work out. There's nine vehicles to patrol a town of 100,000 people on any given night. So crime is through the roof. Response times are 100,000 people, 100 cops. That's, be 100 do- that's doable. I think it's doable. One to 100? No. Yeah, it's doable. No. I think so. But where the problem is, is how many of those cops are actually doing their job, not sitting on a desk, you know, and I say doing the job because you they can't need hide. That. You can't hide. But with nine vehicles, so with nine vehicles, if you you know, I'm having to do some assumption here that there's only three vehicles in the morning, three in the afternoon shift, three in the evening shift. So it's only three cops on duty per shift. That doesn't work. Now, let's say hypothetically that they were using all nine. Well, let's even round it up for the sake of you know, for people that stupid math like me. That's ten cops per shift. That's thirty per day. It's that's not enough. They need they would need more than that, way more than that. So they could have used what I'm saying is they could have used the hundred to put maybe fifteen twenty per shift and still have manpower left over. However, what you're getting at, you're right. There is not enough there because that's in a, in a perfect world where there's a hundred cops. It's actually trained to a hundred people be on the road. That's not the case. You've got you know for probably every five you got to have the lieutenants and the chiefs and the sergeants lieutenants that don't do nothing that sit in the jail you're you're lose you're you know you have other people not say do nothing but they're not on the road they're not out there patrolling the streets you know, you know they're working in a jail and all those are lumped in so realistically police no not police cops that's not bad i don't want to say because you don't patrol the roads but patrolling officers probably what 30 out of that maybe 40 Either way, it's not good. And the point that I'm getting at is that whenever you try to defund the police, what you end up getting is more anarchy. Surprise, surprise. True. So because of that, people really need to rethink the strategy of do we need to actually reform police departments or do we need to improve in certain areas to help these police departments grow? And like, for instance, if you're just looking at Flint, Michigan, 
the answer, yes, that I'm sure they need a lot more training and everything else. But the biggest thing they need is more people, more bodies, more resources. Right. Um, you don't get that by cutting budgets. And as a matter of fact, what you have to do is reverse that and start giving them more money. And it's like, oh, well, Devin, they're just going to buy military-grade equipment, <laughs> and they're going to you know, harass the people. But the reality of it is, when you don't do anything, and when someone calls 911 and they're expecting a quick response, imagine that. You don't get that in a world where there is no police. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. When the reality hits you in the face of, my son just got shot, and two hours goes by, and there's not a single cop that comes to my aid... To, to help me or my, my child, you feel like the system's broken. And that's because it is, because right. you as an individual decided to vote against protecting yourself. Right. Uh, and what I mean by that is having police available to help you. Well, you know, in that situation, you know, I, and I mean, it is an example that wasn't literally police reform. However, it is, that is a byproduct of what would happen because you're going to have a lot of, you know, you'd have to go in a clean house. Yeah, it, um, it's the, and, and it shows I, it. And I'll tell you the reason I'd be against police reform is this. It's nothing against, you know, cop, there's bad cops, you know, I get it. But if the government, or the military, or not the military, I'm, man, I'm all over the place, that one. If the United States of America is so fed up with cops, we need reform, we need reform, and that's what they're, that's what they're preaching right now. You start from the top first, the government. Yeah, no, like the United yeah. States government, you need reform there. Go ahead and argue, go ahead and people argue me because we, you know, the definition we gave is reform is basically going in, cleaning the house, firing them all, get them out. Well, you do it from this, you do it from the top. That's you know, stupid, probably child saying, "How do you slay a dragon?" Cut off its head. You know, and that's where this is at. That's ahead of it, um, and and that needs to happen because the lower end of this, you know, from those levels, state levels, and it trickles down. It comes from the government, and and so they've got to they've got to tackle this from from there. So I, if I was them, what I what my recommendation is, and I'm gonna use my words correctly, so so people don't go. I did not say overthrow the government. No, I said you need to clean house. You need to reform this, and it can happen. People have to stand up collectively across the world, not just one little you know thing, and it can happen. And then and then there's then some things to change, you know, and and then from there, you know, you're in your local your town. Uh, your communities, you elect officials that will handle business. Well, you know? and, and what I would say too, whenever it comes to uh, reforming government and stuff like that, what ends up happening whenever you clear out the system of career politicians and people that are trying to make a living off of public work, uh, you, everything changes because it's no longer about them. It's about the community like it right. should have always been. Uh, and I, I kind of feel the same way about policing a little bit. I feel like if you get a lot of these people, oh, here's a, here's a, a good way of putting it. The same way people in the military get upset with politicians and bureaucrats that come up with the rules for how they should engage uh, other hostile armies and, and whatever else. I feel like police think the same way whenever it comes to citizens and mayors or whoever else that try to get in the way of them doing their job because of a political act, you know, right. or, or like, a, ooh, look at us, you know, we're doing something well, about that's this. That's the problem with cops. They think that they're the military and they're not. And, and you know, and they can. And again, I will tell the cops as your face, I don't care, you can get bent because you are not the United States government. And the problem of it is there's a lot of or sub organizations within police departments and that's the way they act. Yeah, I, don't I, mean, mind. They, I don't care. They I don't try to care act. what they say. I don't care what the cops say on this. We do not need half the nonsense that these police departments have. We need people on the streets pro, pro, patrolling the streets. We do not need 20 snipers. We don't. We do not need two or three freaking four response, you know, SWAT teams. We don't need it. How many, how many freaking banks are right? How many houses are where you need a SWAT team? Do we need it? Yes. Do we need that many? No, we don't. I'm saying you're not, you're not an elite organization. You're a cop. Well, maybe it's a wrong allocation of funds, um, for sure. You know, like they, they could definitely improve, like rather than buying, a, say, a tank, you know, maybe they could hire a couple more officers to patrol the streets or One be involved think. in the community. Uh, so I, I don't disagree with you on that. But it, the point that I'm trying to make here, though, is you have armchair quarterbacks that are throwing out ideas that they have no idea 
what is actually going on. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I get what you're saying, man. You're talking about ROEs, your rules of engagement in combat. Yeah, I know people from the White House and the Pentagon are calling the shots whenever I've sitting in Iraq. Yeah, they ain't got a damn clue what they're talking about. And they get people killed. Exactly. And that, and that, I feel the same way with cops, you know, in, in the sense of, you're right, they're not in the military, and no, they don't have the same authority as people in those positions. And training. Uh, and training, for sure. But they still have a very dangerous job in affecting, making any kind of new rules to how they engage the public could be detrimental to yeah, their man, lives. This is so, man, I'm sorry, man, but this is a touchy subject for me because it's crap. And, and I'll tell you this because I can get on this. You get on, get, I can get on Facebook right now and show you numerous times, numerous times. And I'd love for anybody in this freaking state to challenge me on this, the county, city included, and show me where I'm wrong. And I think a lot of people support what I'm about to say. You can sit here and see all these cops making drug busts. Great. You can see all of them training for SWAT, going out and shooting these 500, 700,000 meter competitions. You can see them going out and doing all these things, giving hugs to all the little kids and running up and down the street. That's great. I'm not knocking it. But you tell me one time on Facebook, social media, Instagram, Snapchat, where all these cops and local police departments and sheriff's departments, state officials want to sit here and talk this up. How many of them do you see training for school shootings? You don't see it. Yeah, very rarely. Or, or actually, the only time you see it is after a school shooting has taken yeah, place in that town. Exactly. So you see all this crap, this social media stuff, which I think do again. We need these, some of these things at levels to be involved in the community. Yes, we, that's all the stuff. You show me what are we doing to do this? Well, and that, that's know, part of the. And you make it known to people, and you start making it known to people, like, hey, man, we're doing this at this school, this school, this school, this school. It's going to make people think, oh, crap, they they're training for that, right? Well, and. I guess the, the only thing I would say to that is, yeah, number one, that's definitely a great deterrent for any future uh, person who's trying to commit that, that kind of a heinous crime, uh, knowing that police are trained and ready to go for it. Uh, <clears throat> so take that back. I'm going to eat my words on this one, and I will, because I, I, I always, I try to, if I'm, if I'm wrong, and it just, my memory served me on this, um, Bartersville Police Department, one of that I've talked crap on. You know, it's numerous times on here. They do good things, too. But one of the things they did, so I, I will stand correct on this. I do remember this now that I went on this rant, and I'm still not going to take it back. But they did hire two new cops, made it public, and I'm glad. Two new cops for the school resource officers um, for the Bartersville School District. So kudos to them. Good for them. You know, um, so, you know, it does, that's one example, but, you know, we need to see more of the things actually important. Not hiring 10, 20 people to do pointless jobs is not ever going to get utilized. Yeah, which uh, and that's very important to point out, uh, the fact that you do have organizations and police departments out there that are trying to adjust to these kind of new threats that we face uh, as citizens. But I guess overall, the, the point that I'm trying to get at here is that the difference between reform and improving is I feel like you can improve on uh, how police departments react to school shooting scenarios and how they prepare for it. Uh, you don't have to tear everything down to, to accomplish that. And, you know, the same thing with, with gun laws and everything. I'm sure there's a few things that you could tweak in there to make it a little bit more efficient or protecting people. But at the end of the day, you don't need to start banning uh, weapons or uh, putting limits on what you can purchase and what, what can happen. And that, I feel like that's the direction that we're going in a lot of different ways. And to kind of give you, to me, the best example of what happens whenever the public tries to trust people in power to make effective changes and reform things you get something like the patriot act mm -hmm. where homeland security comes in and says hey we're going to spy on everybody that's how we're going to stop <laughs> right. the next terrorist attack and so now they have access to all your information they can see you through your web camera at home on your phone you know whatever they can do whatever they want whenever it comes to surveilling you and we just gave it up like it was nothing because of 9 11 it's going to happen and I feel the same way about policing. If we're not careful and we just let the government step in and save the day, you're going to have a complete reversal of what you think it should no, be. You would. I mean, you're going to have, you know, the thing of it is the way the laws are, if, if they were followed, and what cops are supposed to do, not supposed to do, if they follow them, this wouldn't be an issue. And so if, if they came in and said, let's clean house, let's fire everybody, well, guess what? you're going to still come in and do the same thing that you could have done with the 15, 20 people was there. So the bottom line is what you've got to do in these situations is you need, whenever you have that bad apple, fire them, get them out of there. It's just something that you can't, you can't play around with, you know, and people, well, you know, it's shot. Well, 
But if somebody comes in and says, hey, I'm going to shoot your school up today, what do you do? You You're say, arrested. hey, you can go ahead and come to school. No. If somebody comes and says, I'm going, to make a, I'm going to blow up your school today, I'm going to blow up the church, I'm going to blow up the police department, you'll go to jail. Same thing. If a cop does something like that, they don't get the second chance, third chance. Sorry, you screwed up. You're held to a higher standard. There's just things you can't do as a cop. You can't make bomb threats. You see the comparison? Right. Yeah. And so if you do and you step out of line like that, not because you have one little infraction, but hey, it's big. You're, you don't know. Sorry, you don't get another chance. You know, you're, yeah, you're being like racist, you're yeah. you know, on the job. Sorry. You know, do that on your own time, whatever. I personally, I have an opinion on that too, but you know, you're racist. Sorry, you're out. You know why? Because guess what? If I do that, same thing, it's discrimination. It's in a workplace. Well, fortunately the cops workplace is everywhere. If you work in the city of Dewey, America, Bartas, Tulsa, that's your workplace, the whole damn city. So if you do something in that city, too bad, you're in trouble. Yeah, well, and holding them holding themselves to a higher standard is never a bad thing, and I kind of feel the same way with politicians and people in they power should be now. Held to a higher uh, standard, it, it, they they should be prosecuted more, you know. And the the reason why I say that is, yeah, that's going to deter people from running, and it should. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it shouldn't be a, an easy cush job where I can go in there, I can sign some bills, I can take some backdoor deals, I can participate in some insider trading, and then if something comes out scandalous. All I have to do is just lay low, pay my PR team, make sure my legal team's ready to go, and I'm going to walk out of this business in four to eight years, right. going into a private company, making all this money, making all these good connections, and meanwhile, America's being punished for it. Right. Whereas if you told them from the start, like, hey, if we catch you in any way mishandling your position, you will be held accountable to the fullest extent of the law. But that's what cops do. I mean, like, go out and bang, bang, kill somebody, or do this, do this, and do this, and break the law. Oh, qualified immunity. Okay, the well, law don't touch me. So same I do, thing I do want to give an example of actually both combined in, in one uh, little event. Apparently, allegedly, the White House speaker, uh, press speaker, I can't think of her name. It's like KJP, something like that. Probably because it's not important. Uh, right? Well, this is kind of important in my opinion. What, what, she, what was her position? She's the White House press secretary. So she got pulled over for drinking and driving. Apparently she rear-ended somebody, allegedly. And after being pulled over, the police uh, did not arrest her, did not give her a ticket, and they just let her walk. And she was picked up by, I'm assuming... Secret Service or whoever comes in to handle those situations when a politician or someone in power does something naughty. Uh, and to me, that's a kind of a prime example of the world we live in today, where you have both police backing up politicians that are, are doing wrong and not holding them accountable the same way they would any other drunk driver. Uh, and it, it's sad to see because as an individual, all you want is fairness. Uh, not that you're ever going to achieve that. But at least give us the impression that you're going to hold her accountable. Yeah, I mean, at least say we are looking into this and no, that is say sorry. We gave her the death sentence. <laughs> you're going to life in prison forever. You know, like they can lie. They do it all the time. Yeah, and well, <laughs> I mean, come on. I like, would totally be okay with them pulling like a uh, you know a Tupac scenario where they say he died, but that man is definitely still alive. Right. You know, the little little body switch. <laughs> I mean, no. you know. Uh, Putin's done it. Oh, bringing in Putin. I don't no. know. I mean, uh, either way, there, there, there's a lot of um, Jeffrey Epstein. I kind of wonder if he maybe got. I, now they definitely killed him. They had to. Bill Gates got on there and said, "Well, well he's dead now." Yeah, it's <laughs> like I get into it whenever I was in Iraq. You know, get out of there and then come back and it's Saddam Hussein. You know, like, man, come on, man. The CIA was embedded in that thing, and now I'm probably gonna get this episode beat off here too. you gotta say allegedly come on now you know, you know the rule so i mean they were so heavily embedded over there in allegedly stuff before no not allegedly they were there i don't care allegedly. i'm past that past that time <laughs> um you know and the only thing they have that can validate supposedly validate his death is hanging was this crappy smuggled in cell phone footage now, i'm gonna tell you something now here's my problem with that uh, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, but whenever um, Osama bin Laden was taking care, they had that stuff. 
you know, Live cameras feed. everywhere. Everybody had body cams back, you know, the, the whole nine yards, like the president, you know, all of them was sitting there watching this stuff yeah. go down. I mean, I understand that situation with Saddam Hussein was different. I'm just saying, whenever he was hung, you're telling me like, I'm going back with the CIA now, jumping back here a little bit. You're telling me that a high official in a foreign government, you're telling me the only document you have of that guy getting hung is your word, which ain't worth crap. And everybody knows that. Yeah. But the only document you have is somebody's cell phone, a smuggled-in cell phone? No, 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 no. I'm telling you, that would have been highly documented, better than what it was, but it wasn't. So it makes me think, did or did it not happen? I didn't say it didn't happen. I did or did it not happen? Hold on, hold on. You're trying to tell me that the CIA, the same organization that killed JFK, allegedly, also has no knowledge or can, can't confirm that a dictator for a country that they invaded for potentially oil and, and yeah. money. Uh, all they have is that tell one, the all truth. they have is that cell phone footage that was smuggled in supposedly. Was it like a razor? What are we talking? Probably worse than that. Yeah, like yeah. flip phone and it was all smooth. Like you know, like and then like <laughs> you know, like I could see some video proof of that. Like, hey, that would make sense. You know, that's a good proof. But the thing of it is, it's so like, you know, that you move it and then it's yeah, sh- yeah. and catch up, you know, that's the kind of video it was it's out there. Look at again, look it up, you know, like but there's nothing else there, you know. So um no, it's hard to believe, you know, especially coming from there whenever I was there, you know, a couple of years prior you know, in a combat situation, there's more video evidence of us sitting in a combat zone than that. I mean, like, really? Yeah, it doesn't make Again, sense. I can't say that it didn't happen. I have my opinion. That's my opinion because I was there. Well, if I was willing to bet, I think I know exactly where we could find the evidence for Saddam Hussein. Yeah, it's probably hanging. right behind the JFK files. In Joe Biden's office. So obviously, before <laughs> we continue down this chasing this rabbit, I'm guessing we're done talking yeah. about this police reform. Yeah police we don't need to reform we just need okay okay so continue on it's where so (laughs) so they're catching the back end of hey we're this is what it is today so we went here and if you don't you know we're at 45 minutes in i guess if you don't want to hear us talk about whatever our opinions are you can go ahead and shut off for the day it makes me no difference not i'll be back next week but we're going to continue on until i'm done talking so it, it definitely was that document is probably where that video file is somewhere in joe biden's office why do you think it's in his? That's why because he got busted for all those secret documents. Oh well, he wouldn't know where it was at. <laughs> I mean, if he had that in his office, he'd probably be like, "Oh, my vice president from yeah. oh, this is my son's wedding." Yeah, exactly. It's probably on <laughs> with the nude photos on his son's computer and, and yeah, all whoops. that other stuff. So, yeah, maybe you know, good point. You know, or probably fell out of his pocket when he crashed his bike. So, yeah. I don't know. That's no. crazy, but no. Either way. I think it's not. I don't, right, think, la- I don't think thing, it's last thing. I don't think it's there. Total tangent here, but I've been seeing a lot of good evidence that we may be seeing like a body double, or maybe the the first like robot to act as president. Because if you've seen, I've some already of the seen videos, it as a governor. Uh, oh, are you talking with? Uh, I'm John, talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! He's a I Terminator. John man. Fetterman. On. Yeah. Well, there, no, there, there actually was a governor just recently who there's a picture of him in this hospital signing some paperwork or whatever, and you do a side-by-side of like him on his campaign trail versus this picture of him allegedly. It's two different people, and it's kind of scary because it's like, what happened to the real guy? I mean, people have their stunt doubles. I mean, so it's, uh, it's possible. So, yeah, that, that was pretty crazy to see, and that's the point I was going to get at with Joe Biden is if you look at the way this man walks, you know, now he's 84 whatever, so I'm sure you probably don't move the same way you used to, but he walks like a robot. And then you start seeing like, uh, which I don't know how much truth there is to it, but you know, like how if you wear like a face mask or whatever, like an actual mold, how you can see kind of like right here, you can see like the actual like the bags i get yeah i yeah, know what you're talking yeah, about you know yeah. what i mean right so then they start doing like these little clips of where it kind of looks like that and that's man. like mission impossible or something you know like i don't know i mean they could i mean you, you look at hollywood and the stuff they do with makeup and masks yeah. and stuff you know like people say oh like the stuff in mission impossible is what i just said you know like that is very realistic like these people rip their mask off and they're a whole other person underneath it you think that's crap but you know you look at hollywood and like dude, yeah. they can make some they, they pull it off sometimes yeah i for mean sure. 
you especially when it's behind a camera. Well, I mean, you look at, you know, maybe a stunt double, I don't know, but like you look at these zombies and stuff like that, the stuff that they can do with this makeup, you're like, oh my God. I mean, it looks, it looks real. Yeah. I mean, you know, and maybe they are. I mean, maybe Hollywood got these, like probably like an Area 51 in the backside of Planet Hollywood where they've got these things. Like they may have a zombie apocalypse. Right, like right next to the child slaves that they use for adrenochrome. Yeah, well, there's, you know, there's Hollywood people that spoke <laughs> up against that stuff too. You know, uh, like how but no, corrupt it is. It, it is, it is a, a kind of a strange time because the other half to that, like, okay, maybe it's not a, a mold on some double's face. Uh, but then you're also dealing with this new AI-generated version of people where they can literally completely replicate people talking, using their voice and cadence, but it's not them. It's just a, a computer-generated well, version. That's of actually, them. you know, no, I mean, I deep know that. Deepfakes, that's what they're called, deepfakes. Well, I mean, you, I don't know that that's new technology. This is probably not. This is a dumb example. It's improved but, on. Well, but you look at, like, okay, so I listen to country music, and it's my thing, but either way, so... You can listen to, what is it, 95.5. So they'll have, I'm saying that because sometimes they'll play these country songs and they'll be like, oh, singing this song. And then they'll mention a, a state in the song and they'll change that state. They don't sing that like 30, 40, 50 times. That's all, right. it's all generated. So I'm saying that technology has been around to take that voice and generate, you know, that's only one word. So it's probably yeah. not like, you know, sentences or paragraph or a whole conversation. Yeah, but no, they're doing whole conversations. The, the generate, the, the technology has been there to inject, you know, or, put that stuff in there in that voice well and, and that's the only thing to me that's just kind of scary is you know living in a world where you literally don't know if the person you're watching on your screen is real or not is very dangerous because then you could say now that's just a fake that wasn't me that was whatever it, and, it could be or it could, it could be. be an actual fake yeah. and and now you're having to try and disprove the fake video so it can get hairy so fast it could be you know a good thing too can't get a fake person pregnant. Right? Well, hey, that's I'm nice. Like, oh, you cheated uh, on me. That's a robot. You are a robot, lady. <laughs> yeah. <gosh. laughs> and your robot looks like, I don't know, Jennifer Aniston or someone yeah, hot. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not even going to go there. It's such Tell a that robot. Thing, like, it's, you know, I don't know. They're supposed to have feelings. They don't. They don't. Well, I, and here's the thing, too, like, because I, I, I just, I like to, to think about the future a little bit in that sense. And I definitely feel like we're walking this dangerous path of letting robots become us in the sense of we're, we're no longer capable of, of thought. We're just, you know, we're not. consumers. That's why the government's there. They're like, we think for you. That's the crap yeah. they try to play. Yeah, they're pretty good at it. They do. I mean, it's like you, you have these, they don't want you to think for themselves. They, you know, we need to shut up. We need to get on. Yeah, all it's right. It's like 52 right. minutes in. Uh, well, everybody, thank you so much for listening and, and watching. We really appreciate everyone's support. Uh, you know, like always, if you have any suggestions for what you want to hear us talk about, uh, or if you have any compliments that you want to give us, cause I need it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but please make sure that you like us, follow us on all of our social media pages right here. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you guys for watching and hope you have a great night. Thank you.